Welcome back to Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the best from the world of CrossFit. Podcasts, news, special interest, health, fitness. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Hit the notifier so you're the first to know when we have new episodes. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Clydesdale Media Podcast. My name is Scott Switzer. I am the Clydesdale. She is Amy Radowski. The other she is Kat Shear. And the other she is our special guest and longtime friend, E. Shirsch. E, how are you? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Well, she's smiling. Oh, she's smiling. <laughs> This is why so we've we're had a few technical place. difficulties with this, um, and that's why we're a little bit late. We thought we had it resolved, and now we just have a frozen E. Oh, sad. But it is a lot. But we are so pumped to be with you today. Um, it has been a crazy week. I am super excited just to get back to an old-fashioned podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> with one of our guests if we can get her to unfreeze oh yeah. my goodness i'm gonna take her off up oh, the yeah she'll be back okay take four so what's so, up workout talk about workouts okay yeah talk about workouts go ahead Aim. So today I did a, we we're working on drop sets for strength. So we did um, strict press. So I did an eight rep max strict press and then uh, two drop sets after that of eight to 10 reps. And then we went into a team wad of double unders, wall walks and overhead walking lunge. So it actually, that one was really fun. It wasn't terrible. Ooh, wall walks and overhead. Well, yeah, a lot of shoulder. Today. Yeah. <laughs> there she is. She is here now. Okay, you want to try it again? Yeah, we'll try it yeah, again. Here we go. We're we're live. Oh, we are. Okay, we're good. just talking about our workouts. Yeah. 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 Oh, good. Okay. So, okay, I'm back. Uh, yeah. So I did switch the laptop. That was better. And then the Perfect. computer just died. So we went and got the charger. So now we should be. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. We'll be okay. Perfect. Awesome. Love it. Cool. Oh, e, I was doing a show the other day and looked down and I was at like 3% battery with like five <laughs> minutes to go. And I was just like, Ooh, I, I just got to hang on. Just got to hang on. And <laughs> mm -hmm. thank goodness it did. But as yeah, soon as it not. was over, I went out and had to text cat and like, I just lost battery. Oh yeah. We lost it like backstage. You were gone. Yeah. yeah. Technology is one of those things. It's so good. Right. But then when it doesn't work right, it can be just disastrous. Yeah. Luckily it was just like a simple fix and nothing, nothing too crazy. Exactly. All right. Everybody so, needs a good IT guy on staff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was Teresa. I was like, quick, get the charger. <laughs> well, before we get into uh, TTG and the tactical stuff, how is Teresa? She's doing great. I don't know if she'll pop on camera, but she, at, at the moment, she's taking down our festive, uh, like fall stuff. And we're going to start putting up Christmas decorations soon. Yep. Ooh. What are you guys so doing for Thanksgiving? Do you have any, uh, 
cooking plans? Um, yeah, she, we, they will be going over to her sister's. Unfortunately, I work. Um, that's actually pretty usual. So mm -hmm. I'll be working Thanksgiving, but I will have Black Friday off. So I'll try to do Thanksgiving with my family, with Teresa uh, on that day. So I still get a Thanksgiving, just not on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Do you get to bake anything special? Anything fun? Um, I don't know if we're doing any desserts, but she will be doing, babe, what are you doing? Like, oh, she just left. Probably like green bean casserole. <laughs> they all split up different things, but we will do um, uh, Christmas baking soon. So we'll do a bunch of cookies and different things and we'll hand them out to friends and family. So that's probably one of our most favorite things to do during the holiday seasons. Other than making soup, because it's soup season in the church house. Yeah. We make soup all like soup. winter, fall long. It's a staple in the yeah, house. I'm, I'm generally not a soup guy, but man, I've wanted it lately. It is so freaking cold here in Ohio right yeah. now. Snow today. My gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it's cold here too, for sure. We we got a little bit of snow. Like it blizzard right when we got back from nationals. It was snowing as soon as we touched down, which was crazy because we like it was like 80 degree weather yeah. in Texas, and then we fly in and it's like blizzarding. We're like, oh my gosh, what did we come home to? Like it's crazy. And it hasn't snowed in probably a week, week and a half, but it's been cold, so the snow has stuck around. Mm. So my last question before we get into the mm -hmm. other stuff is, uh, each time we talk to you, you seem to be in a different place in the progress of getting a new job. <laughs> are, are, are you are you there? Did did are have you moved to the? No, new I haven't moved. <laughs> no, I'm trying. Oh yeah, no. Um, unfortunately, so I did look into. So remember how I was looking into fire? Mm -hmm. I went and did my EMT, and I got that done certified. However, Congratulations. thank you. Yeah, it was probably um, the, the biggest accomplishment I felt like in my life that I had completed even uh, even bigger to me than like making it to the CrossFit Games because like EMT school, I was like, I'm not really sure if I will be the best at like medical stuff, even though I, it interested in me, but um, I did good. So I felt really proud of myself for completing something like that. Um, but anyway, so I was starting to apply to fire firehouses and then they started mandating that you had to be vaccinated and without getting too political i was just like i'm not doing that i'm not gonna i don't want to make that choice so yeah sure yeah and i just don't like that you know I, why do why do you have to force us to do it so i was just like you know if, if some people want to be vaccinated that's fine but i don't want to be and so that kind of put everything on hold and in washington state not a fan of our governor um but he has mandated all kinds of things like a lot of the Washington state patrol guys lost their jobs because mm -hmm. he was able to mandate them have to be vaccinated. And a lot of people didn't want to be vaccinated. So kind of hurting in some of those areas for like civil service work. Yeah. So there are jobs out there, but you have to be vaccinated in order to get them. Oh, that's yeah. a bummer. So I, I know did look I, think into, in the state of Delaware, I think in the state of Delaware, they did that. And then somebody like some Supreme court of the state, overturned all of that and so yeah. like all the nurses and everybody else that lost their jobs had to they have to get rehired now oh that's good that'd be great because our fire department is really hurting um and so there's opportunities for people that are vaccinated to get a job but what about all the guys that put in years of work that were fired i think that if they were to overturn that i think that they should rehire them i'd still like to apply but they should yeah. get sure they should be rehired but, um I'll, I I'll just into, say, if my house is on fire, the last thing I'm checking is your vaccination status. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Care. Like, does the hose work? That's more important to me 
than your vaccination status. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks. Um, I did look into um, some of our patrol, uh, some patrol spots around here, um, but they don't like the tattoo that I have on my neck here mm. and the ones that I have on Seriously. my hands. So that disqualified me, which is crazy. But in 2022. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's up to them. I mean, so I think that that will, I think that something it's becoming more modern and there are more and more like police departments around the nation that are changing that because they realize like we need to get with the times. Not all tattoos are bad. Not all people with tattoos are bad people, I guess. Just, I don't know. You're not in a gang. Um, yes. Well, I'm not in a gang. All, all four of us have tattoos. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. It's just, it's the placement. So like in certain places, they don't want you to have them. I mean, yeah. there's even, there's even police departments around here that um, don't want men to have facial hair. You can't have facial yeah, hair. Yeah, that, that's actually um, Columbus, city of Columbus. I, I did a ride along and that was one of the things that you could be grandfathered in if you had tattoos or certain things, or if you couldn't shave because you had an acne problem, there was a exemption, but that's city of Columbus too. Yeah. So um, Murph right disagrees now, too. Yeah, so right now I'm just, I am where I am, but it's okay. So I, um, I made our CRT team, which was a big deal. Um, I decided since I was going to stay, I might as well like invest a little bit more, um, grow myself, you know, there. And so CRT is, CRT is our corrections response for? team. Uh, it's kind of like a version of like SWAT for police. So we have our CRT team. So anytime like there's something going wrong in the jail or it's more dangerous, they'll send in the CRT team. And so uh, they'd never had a female before in the history of the jail. So I, I tried out twice and I made it the second time. Good for you. Very cool. Yeah. So is that um, just for audience. being on that team? Go ahead. No, no, finish up, Kat. Being on that team, does that mean that your shifts are different or is that just sort of a like an ancillary thing to your normal job? Like you have your normal shifts and then if something happens, you kind of get like deployed into that role? Yeah, that's so it's extra. So a lot Got of times it. I'm working my days off for training or I'm or I'm working a lot of overtime to make training or uh, anytime we have what we call a call out, something's going on. Um, sometimes the police department will activate us because they want something called mobile booking. So there might be um, not necessarily a riot, but maybe something going on downtown, a, a group of unruly people. And so the police want to be able to do police work. And once they arrest somebody, they don't want to be taking their guys to transfer them to the jail so they deploy us and we'll come out and we have our group of guys and our uh, like mobile booking stations like which are big vehicles that we can put arrested people into and then we can book them mobily like on like a laptop or something or a device and then take them back to the jail so we do stuff like that we do stuff um if there's a very violent person and they don't want to cooperate or come out of their cell or something like that we have to go in and extract them um we, That's if there was awesome. a riot in the jail, we would do the riot in jail. We just actually had riot training, uh, riot module training just this week, which was actually a lot of fun. It was cool. So we do, we do stuff like that. You're such a badass. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, so for our audience, um, E is, works in the prisons as a guard. Um, and now she's elevated to this new CRT status, um, which Kat said badass. I'm going to share my screen because on your Instagram, and, and this will get us into the TTG stuff real quick. 
Um, if I had a picture that made me look as badass <laughs> as you do in this picture, I would blow yeah. it up as a poster That's and it would awesome. be like on my wall. You know, my, my brother-in-law took that. Really? Yeah. He lives, in, he lives in Phoenix. And so we, that's one of the reasons why I went to Phoenix to compete. And um, he just does photography as like a hobby. And he just asked if he could take some photos for me. And I said, of course. So he, he did some good shots, didn't he? Yeah, I did. Those are awesome. You know, and you're wearing gloves in that picture. Why couldn't you in that police job wear gloves and like a little mock turtleneck? That's a very good question, Kat. I would like to know. <laughs> yeah. I'm writing. Um, Who do I write so, my letter to? Yeah, I asked them. It was so quickly, right? So not to make it too long of a story. Um, I was doing really good in the process. I was supposed to get a call back saying that I was moving further in the process and it, everything looked really good. Then I got a, the day I was supposed to get a phone call saying I was like moving on. I got a phone call that said that the chief of police had seen me and he decided no because of my tattoos. And you, the thing you have to understand is you can go through the entire hiring process. And if the chief decides just no, it's just no. Um, and he has the right to, right? It's his department. And so he wants a certain, like, it, it's more conservative over here. And so I think maybe sometimes they're worried that maybe somebody would see the tattoo on my neck and think of this person's a bad person or like a gang member. And why, you know, like we have more conservative people that live here. So I get that. I understand that. And that's his rule to have. Um, but I did ask about like, could I cover them up? And I believe that they just said, you know, we would have to write that into our policy in order to make it okay. Mm -hmm. Because they're worried that other people would want to get tattoos on their neck or something like that. Sure. And so they just were like, you know, we don't have that written into our policy at the moment. The chief was actually really nice and recently relaxed the tattoo policy because before it was, if you had them on your arms that um, you had to cover them on your arms, but he just relaxed that saying, no, you don't have to cover them anymore if they're on your arms. Um, they did he come back. Like a fun guy. Yeah. I think he's actually, I think in his, <laughs> Defense, I think that he is actually a very good guy. He's taking baby yeah. steps. Yeah, yeah, taking baby steps. And I don't fault him because I do. I mean, I've lived here my whole life and I do understand that. Um, and SPD is where I where I want to be mostly. I'm just hoping that they'll relax it a little bit more yeah. and then I could apply again. But um, they did come back to me and say that they were they had done this waiver and they were like, if you can have them removed by the time you would finish Academy, then it would be okay. And you could get hired. And I just very politely was like, you know, I already looked into this because this is my career. And I think I don't want to remove them, but I would remove them to get this job. Um, but it takes like nine to 12 to 15 sessions. And each session is like four to six weeks of healing time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's almost nearly impossible for me to have them completely removed by the time the end of Academy would be. And the guy was just kind of like, well, I let you know, we were just supposed to let you know, like, cause he can't do anything. Right. So, yeah. So did you get through in the process? Did you get through the um, lie detector test? Oh no. I wasn't even at the lie detector test for SPD. So you never got there. Okay. I was in background. Yeah. Got it. Okay. That would be the next thing that I was supposed to do. Okay. Gotcha. And for people who are listening, and this may be the first time meeting you, you live in Spokane, Washington. 
Yes, I do live in Spokane, Washington. Yeah, so like that is the, the S and SPD. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, for Spokane Police Department. So, um, but yeah, so we live on the east side of Washington, really close to the border of Idaho. So we, um, I'm actually like what we like 10 minutes from the border. So I go into Idaho all the time mm-hmm. over to Coeur d'Alene, Post Falls. So we frequent, frequent that area as well. Coeur d'Alene, yeah. is that where... Um, is that where your favorite CrossFit athlete works out, Scott? Wait, what? Oh, are you talking Tia? about Kat? No, Tia. Um, uh, no, hi. she's in. Name? She's in Iowa. A master's athlete. Oh, I thought oh. her box is called Curdling, uh CrossFit. I thought. Um, You're gonna make me blush rumors. here, and, and <laughs> hey, getting all nervous. Sorry. Sorry. Never mind. I didn't. I, we're off track. Oh, I thought you guys were talking about Catherine. Her, I don't know, one. I think her boyfriend lives in Coeur d'Alene, so she was here this summer. Oh, does he? Mm-hmm. Just like working out with Cole, because Cole lives right down the street from me, so I see Cole oh, cool. all the time. Yeah. Do you guys ever work out together? Um, sometimes. I mean, if I texted him, Cole would text me right back and be like, "Oh yeah, let's let's get together." So he's he would look, you know, but we just kind of work our own schedules. Right now with TTG, um, I only go to the CrossFit gym maybe once a week. For a second there, I wasn't going at all. I was just staying in my garage because, um, not to share all my secrets, but I like to work out and then I like to dry fire when my heart rate's up. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. So I don't want to be waving around a pistol even without ammunition (laughs) at the gym. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be a little weird. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the cops might get called on me. Yeah. And if it's tattoo on my neck, you know, I look like definitely a gangster. Definitely. Yeah. I'm probably and your hands. Involved. And your hands. Yeah. Very scary. Honestly, they would probably just be like, what are you doing? Because they know me. They yeah. see me all the time. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're moving into that. So TTG or the tactical games. I know there's the T other T stands for something. Uh, but this is an avenue that a lot of CrossFit athletes have kind of jumped into. And when I heard you were doing this, I was like, man, that is just like the perfect fit for E. Um, (laughs) So can you explain to us what it is and, and why you decided to take the leap into this? Yeah. um, So TTG is the tactical games. That's what it stands for. (laughs) That's what I thought the other two was for. Scott's like Um, the other two stands for something. But so it's basically um, fitness and firearms, right? Uh, I believe it was started in 2019. Um, That's when I was actually told about it by a CrossFit friend when I was in Georgia um, over at Training Think Tank uh, in the summer. And it's it's just awesome. So it's two guns. So it's pistol and it's rifle. Uh, it's uh, I shoot uh, an AR-15. Mine shoots five five six, but I should shoot two two three. And I run just a basic Glock. What does that mean? Um, it's whoa, the whoa, whoa. caliber. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, five eight nine one. I warned you <laughs> that we were very novice in this in this area. Okay. Yeah. So was I, so I'm sorry. I just don't even think, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> So yeah. So, um, my rifle is an AR rifle and the caliber of bullet that it can shoot is something called five, five, six. And it's like the size of the bullet. Okay. And then, but five, five, six, 
like a barrel that it can go through or whatever, mm -hmm. it can also shoot two, two, three. And per the tactical That's game's rules, you can also shoot, I think, 300 blackout. But I think those, now don't quote me on this because I'm still kind of novice myself, but I think that that's, those are like the, the main ones that people use, I'd, but I think that might be the only ones that you're allowed to use. I know that people, well, yeah, I think people will, um, what's it called? They'll reload their own ammunition so they can like um, differentiate the weight and stuff like that. But there is rules on that, but that's way above my knowledge. I don't, I don't reload my own ammunition, but some people like to do that because you can like specify the bullet for your gun and it can be more accurate or something like that is how I understand. Is that, it. I was gonna, I was gonna ask the difference in the ammunition is, is it like how heavy the gun is and how accurate you can shoot? Because what, like what other reason would you, would there be for you to use different kinds of ammunition and except for trying yeah, to do so damage to the person <laughs> that you're trying to shoot, which you're not doing, so. Yeah, so how I understand it um, is the, you know, so the lighter the bullet, the more like gravity and wind will play on it, right? When it, sh when it goes further. Sure. So, um, and it just depends on your barrel too. Like, uh, the twist in your barrel, um, I think mine's one to six, but see, I'm novice too. Okay. But I think mine's one to six and the barrel spin on in your barrel will have an effect on the bullet when it flies through when it gets um goes through the barrel but and so i know that some ammunition is better than others and right now even though i have the ability to shoot five five six i shoot two two three and it's 55 grain and so the grain is the weight of the bullet which also affects the bullet there's like a ton of things that go into this and i'm still learning so um, so the, the spin is like throwing a football, right? If you have a really yeah. good tight spiral, the ball is more accurate and it goes further. If you lose that spiral and it becomes what they talk about a duck, right? It, it loses its accuracy and it doesn't go near as far. And that's how it was explained to me when I was doing like hunter safety in Pennsylvania in back in the day. There we go. That's good. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> And then yeah. I just so know the that tighter we... the the tighter that spiral is coming out, the better because it yeah. makes it more accurate. So, um, but that's what I shoot. So, I guess we kind of so let me try to get back on topic. So TTG is that's what it is. So you have two guns. So you have pistol and you have rifle, and then you basically go through. It's usually like they have regional events throughout the year, and then they have nationals at the very end, which is like the CrossFit Games. It's like the big mm -hmm. one. Um, and so I went uh, each regional event is two days long and it's six events and then there are so three events a day and then there are um there's usually one aggregate which is a shooting only event and it's more sometimes it's quick shooting or just more technical or reload fast like it's usually very fast um and then you will have one physical floater event where it's only uh, a fitness event and so you can oh, gain cool. points in both of those and they do try to test um, different facets, like I, I guess, because most of the most of the events are about twelve minutes long, and the way they have it set up is so that they can run on a schedule on time. And that could change in the future, but right now, I they usually are about twelve minutes long, or that's what they have time for. So sometimes they shorten it, but usually uh, they have one really long event 
which can be 30 minutes above mm. at nationals. It was like two hours. It was like oh, a wow. long run. Yeah. Um, and then it's, you shoot, you, they tell you what the workout is, what the work will be. And then they tell you what your firing sequence is. And so you will, you will shoot your ammunition. They might say it's three by five rifle and three by five pistol, which means I have three magazines for pistol, three magazines for rifle and five rounds in each magazine. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And then they will say your sequence of fire is, you know, you have to shoot from, cause we are always shooting behind. We are always shooting compromise. You're always shooting behind barricades or in compromised positions. And then you're compromised because you're tired as well. So they'll tell you there's paint marked on each of these ports of the barricade. So since you have three magazines, you have to shoot one magazine out of this port, second round, a magazine out of this port, third round magazine out of this port. Sometimes they make it more confusing and they'll be like, you know, maybe it's three by six and they'll say, you have to shoot two rounds here, two rounds here, two rounds here. And that's your six bullets. And if you forget to move, that's like a miss Mm. and your judge will mark that. Mm. So it's, it can be confusing. Like I used to be like, and cross it when they would explain the workout and you'd be like, okay, I have to remember to do this and do that. And at this time do that. And I'm like, this is even, I felt like this was even harder to remember wow. everything that they want you to do. Cause you do all the work and you have to remember the work and what you're allowed to do, what you can't do, how it's supposed to be. And then, then you have to remember your firing sequences as well so that you don't get a miss. And so the scoring is, uh, they will take the fastest time and then they will uh, add up your misses for your shots because they'll know. And then each miss is 10 seconds added to your time. So you can be really good at fitness, but a really bad shot. And a person that's not so good at fitness, but a better shot could beat you. Mm. That makes any sense. So what's the qualification process like for, for these events? Um, so right now, because it's still growing and it's actually kind of going fast, um, you can just enter in to a regional event okay. and you just get to pick your division. So they have all different divisions. Um, so they have intermediate for people that are a little bit more novice, or maybe just want to get their feet wet and try a couple of things before they want to move up. Uh, they have elite obviously. And the difference between the two is usually weights. Um, but the firing sequences are the same. So everybody shoots the same. Uh, they also have a tactical division, which is really cool. I thought um, it's more for the guys and gals in law enforcement slash military that have everyday jobs that want to do something fun and uh, something maybe to up their training for their careers, but don't want to like uh, just kill themselves physically um, so they can compete against each other. And they get to actually now everybody gets to use red dots except elites. So because before it was just you could only you could use a red dot on your pistol which is a, I guess I could, if you don't know what that is, I can explain that too, but it's an mm-hmm. easier way to, it's, it's an optic that goes on your pistol. So, mm. okay. I guess I have my gun here. It's, it's like a laser, correct? Yeah. It's like a sight, yeah. right? It helps you sight. Yeah. So this mine just has iron sights. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing on it. So these are the iron sights. These are your back sights. And then this is your front sight. Mm-hmm. Um, but a red dot. Is that will a Glock? Yeah, it's a Glock. This is what I run. This is a Glock 17. <laughs> I'm getting a, I'm this? getting a Glock, a Glock 43. Oh yeah. Glock 43. I have a Glock 43. Are you getting the Glock 43 X? 
She doesn't know that. It's my dad's gun. He's going to transfer ownership of it to me. But we went to the range last weekend and I he had a pistol and that Glock. And I preferred the Glock so much more than the pistol. Way easier to I don't know yeah. why uh, I would find the, it. A revolver? Did he have a revolver and a Glock? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's funny because they we could talk about thing, all kinds of things, but it's funny because people will say, you know, a revolver is better for a first time user because you don't have to worry about safeties. You don't have to worry about racking anything. It's just like ready to go and you get so many right. rounds. Um, but my wife preferred Teresa preferred the Glock, too. So that's why we, we got. Yeah, a Glock he, told, he told me. Yeah, he was really good. He said, you know, I want you to try both and like decide what you're more comfortable with, because um, I'm going to actually apply for a concealed carry in yeah, my girl. state because of my gym i'm here and i'm here very early in the morning and very late at night all by myself so um just for my protection but um yeah hey it's, guys, it's we need fun. more responsible gun owners out there because there's always going to yeah. be bad people with guns and the only way to stop bad people with guns is good people with guns so i'm excited yeah girl that's awesome i can't wait to hear how it goes for you yeah i'll, I'll be in touch for sure <laughs> but anyway so, so red dot red dot just goes on this and then you look through the the glass and it it has like a little laser and it, it helps you it, i mean it's it's pretty spot on you you zero it and then you put the laser on the target and fire and as long as you have a good uh trigger press you'll hit so you so I was reading through like some out. i was reading through some of the the requirements to go elite or tactical or intermediate and um they have like weights that you that are the max just like if you go to a crossfit competition locally they'll tell you like to be in this division you need to be able to snatch 95 pounds or right. whatever this was um more about sandbag weights but yet i saw pictures of people carrying barbells so as a former crossfit athlete do you get more excited when you see the weights go up <laughs> Of course I do. Right. Okay. <laughs> of course. What a silly question. Of course I love to see the weights go up. But I do have to say, I'm learning that it's so just like CrossFit, where you needed to be a good, like, you needed to be nice and rounded with all the things, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of similar with this sport. So it's not, it's not the greatest to be only really good at fitness and not a good shot. And it's not it's i mean you might fare better to be a, a good shot and not so great at fitness because it is more of a 60 40 sport um 60 shooting 40 fitness um so even when i see those heavyweights sometimes you need to be like if i push really hard and i get those or i get them in the later rounds is that going to affect it might cost you yeah I'm is that going to affect my breathing is it going to affect my shooting what is the best strategy for me because the best strategy for me might not be the best strategy for somebody else if that makes mm -hmm. so yeah what, i like to what see is, the weights go up what is the hardest thing you had to learn or are still learning um i think for me it's the the aggregate shooting um and actually no learning my rifle wasn't very hard but i didn't know so i only started shooting my rifle at the beginning of last or this year like in march i think um but i think it's the aggregate shooting it's the quick shooting um that you do i guess they'll they'll be like so many targets and they'll be like you know you're gonna start with 
you're going to start with both your rifle loaded and your pistol loaded. You know, you'll have your, your, and they'll give you all the in information. Like your rifle is going to be, you know, at the low ready, your pistol will be holstered. You'll have two extra magazines and there's a certain amount of rounds and they'll be like, you have to shoot this and it has to be here. And then you have to move and you have to reload and, and then shoot and then get your pistol out and then shoot and reload. And, and it's fast. And so there are people that have been doing this kind of like, you know, your professional competition shooters, like your two gun, three gun people that are very good at, they understand this concept, moving fast, shooting fast, um, and being accurate at the same time. So for me, I was like, I need to work on that a lot. So I just started, I keep up with my fitness, but mostly I'm practicing shooting and, and moving and shooting and stuff. So, I mean, I have so many questions. This, this <laughs> just fascinates me. Yeah. So first of all, let's tell the people you went to nationals this year and yeah. what place did you take? I took second place. Uh, yeah. yeah. At nationals, <laughs> second place and self-admitted a very, a very novice person in this field. Mm -hmm. So do you think the competition is going to rise as the as the sport gr grows and gets older and you're oh, yeah. going to have to rise with it absolutely like even right now the people i meet so um gosh the community at ttg is like amazing um cross the community is awesome too but the ttg maybe because it's so grassroots right now like everybody is so willing to help everybody out mm. now on competition days like maybe some people are, you know, not trying to tell you all their secrets, but sure. every, everybody's very supportive of one another, even the competitors. Like, because I mean, at the end of the day, your best versus my best, right? Um, but yeah, the I can already see the people that came into the sport that were more um, shooters. They are upping their fitness levels. They're getting into CrossFit gyms. They are um, they're using the TTG training. Uh, uh, programming that's put out. Um, I can't remember his last name, but it's Zach. He was a big time worked for CrossFit, worked at headquarters, and now he is helping out with TTG stuff. So he's very um, knowledgeable in functional fitness. And so he creates their programming. Jacob Hetner um, created Grit Tactical, which is something that I like to follow. Um, and so there's programming out there for the people that need a little bit more fitness. And you can, I can see it like, you know, people are posting their stuff up on Instagram and everybody's like, lifting heavier sandbags, trying to do more deadlifts, get those, get the big lifts in, get the back squats in, stuff like that so they can get stronger. And then um, there's only a few of us. It, more crossfitters are coming into the sport, but there's only a few of us right now. So, like, there's, like, Margo. Uh, me, yeah, me, Margo, um, Jacob, um, Kalarina Key. Um, and so we are, I would assume, we are more working on our shooting to try to up, the, you know, up our deficiencies. Mm -hmm. So I do think it is rising and I think that the shooting will only get harder, but to be equal, I think that the fitness will only get harder too. Mm -hmm. I, I, from what I've understood, it, people were saying like last year, because I wasn't there last year, they said it's it's changed drastically uh, in the fitness level and, and, and difficulty in shooting already. So, oh yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is it, is, is it Jake? Yes, that he, so I believe he does, um, he sets up a lot of the stuff and does like the programming. I believe he's in charge of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Jared's the owner, Ro, 
Well, I usually see doing a lot of the photography stuff. He's like in charge of media, I believe. And Nick is the president, which cool thing about Nick is he was kind of my like um, back when I was competing in CrossFit. He was working with my partner sponsor, uh, Arcanum. And so he was like my go to to talk to them. And then he kind of got into this and uh, reached out to me again and was like, hey, I think that you should look into this. And I was like, that's funny because Kalarina told me the same thing in 2019. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I just wanted to show too. There are a ton of divisions. There's a team division. There are masters divisions as well as what you already described with intermediate tactical and uh, yes. elite. Yeah, they've been pushing what? for more masters, um, which is good because there's, you know, there's lots of people out there that are still very fit and um, that are really good shooters, right? That have put years into oh, shooting. Oh yeah. So yeah, this is. It's great that they are opening up those other divisions too. And I hear team is a lot of fun. So are there any like parameters or like rules against like law enforcement officers participating in this? Or, I mean, I guess that could be based on each division, but I didn't know if the tactile games or, you know, had any kind of parameters mm, with that. No, okay. I don't. Anybody can compete. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's cool. why they made like the tactical division was more um, in thinking about them specifically, okay. yeah. uh, police and uh, military and stuff like that. Because I love that aspect of that, that would encourage those responders to be, continue their fitness, Yes, um, which I think is a, a piece that's lacking in a lot of departments over the, yes. the states. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I believe that's why they did it too, because there, there are people out there that want to challenge themselves and they just want, they, they are already, um, yearly, monthly practicing their farms. They're doing their qualifications. They're staying fit for their job. They're staying fit to be on the SWAT team or to be on me, the CRT team. Like, you know, you want to be the best version of yourself so that you can protect the public. And so it's kind of nice that you're like, wow, all these things that I've been training for all these years, I can actually use and apply and have some fun and, and, and be in a sport. So I think that they, that was very much in their minds when they were creating these other divisions. So here, like when you look at women's elite, it tells you kind of like the minimum you have to be able to do to compete in that. And so I had a question about this. It says ability to run a sub 10 minute mile in full kit or mm -hmm. 905 slick. Yes. Never heard the term slick before. Does that mean just without uh, the kit? Yep. Without um, all your stuff on. So anytime you are doing anything in a battle or any fitness, you always have something on. Um, so like the long runs that we will do, we'll shoot and then we'll run and you have your pistol on you, you have your magazines on you, you have your, uh, just everything else. Usually they, um, sometimes they make you run with your rifle. So you have to decide, are you going to strap it on your back? Are you going to carry it as you run in your hands? Like what, what do you want to do? Sometimes they let you put your rifle down, but then you run with everything else. Um, and then slick would just be nothing. So can you just run just, you know, your body weight? So the other thing on here that I have a question about is the A zone and C zone. And you have to have an 80% accuracy rate in those two zones. Um, let's see. 80% accuracy, A zone at 15 yards of pistol. Okay. C zone. So, um, so I know that, so th that refers to the targets. They look like little dudes. Um, they're cardboard. <laughs> Again, I'm novice enough. 
There are <laughs> like little IDP, dudes. <laughs> they're, like, they're like IDPA and USPSA or something like that. Gosh, people are gonna just <laughs> they're gonna be like, now all that information is wrong. But there's like you know the the really competitive shooting competitions. They use these targets, and the targets have zones. So like there's a head box, and in like in the head box, the ones that I know are in like the zero. So like it's like the small circle in the middle for the the head, and then there's in the chest there's like a a, a spot. So you have like that would probably be the A zone, and I think this one, the small one, would be the A zone for the head. And then this chest gets bigger, right? And then there's a bigger circle, and then there's a bigger circle. So I'm guessing, gotcha. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know exactly which ones are which, but I know that they're basically talking about you just need to be accurate in those smaller zones, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that makes complete sense that the, the zone would widen at 115 right. yards as opposed to 15. Right. Um, and you still have to uh, hit that at 80%. So when they say extreme physical duress, coming in as a fitness person, do you deem it physical distress or duress, or do you <laughs> think that's where your strength was? Um, yeah. So let's see. There are times, um, I don't feel like I've ever redlined. Like you can, you can allow yourself to redline in CrossFit, right? Because you don't have to concentrate or do anything. Um, so I don't let myself get to that point in the physical fitness part. So to me, yes, it is physical dress because there are times I get to the shooting barricade and I'm having to shoot left-handed and it's taking more concentration it's taking more time. And I'm trying to hold everything up and I'm, tr you, you don't want to forget to breathe, but people do hold their breath when they're trying to fire because they're trying to steady themselves and steady the rifle or steady their pistol but that's the worst thing that you can do. And I've caught myself doing that. And so then I'm like having, I, instead of shooting now, I've, I put, have to put my rifle down and take a few breaths and I put my rifle back up. Um, so that's something I'm working on, but yeah, there are times when I feel like it is physical duress. There are other times I feel like it wasn't so bad. Sometimes. So you have gone to the CrossFit games. Yeah. You have won the 2020 high rocks online competition i believe it was and now you're doing tactical games just a jack of all trades do, do, there yeah. do you get bored do you get bored easily or? <laughs> i think honestly what it is I, there's this like need to like prove myself to myself right yeah and i just because i've always told myself like you're a go-getter you're strong-willed you're, you're mental toughness and then it's like i have to prove that to myself and the other thing is, um, I, not that I get bored easy, but I want to feel like I'm growing. Yeah. What's like, next? I don't, like, yeah. Like when I'm just kind of doing the same redundant thing, or if I'm just, if I'm just doing a nine to five job and I'm just going to work and coming home, going to work, home, like to me, I'm like, what am I doing to push myself? What am I doing to make myself uncomfortable so that I can grow? Cause the only time you grow is when you're uncomfortable. Right. And then you mm -hmm. get better. And so, I don't know, there's just this like weird thing inside of me that I have to, I just have to always be in a growing state, I guess. I like challenging myself and learning. I think that that's a drive too. Like you have a drive in you that, you know, makes you want to achieve those things and to grow and do that. If you didn't have it, you would be satisfied with just doing a nine to five type yeah. job and coming home and maybe being somewhat complacent. I mean, 
not that people who work nine to five are complacent, but there, there is no. this drive that it's driving you to, to continue to, to fight more and grow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's just how it is, I, I, I guess. And it, it helps that I really, um, well, it's, it helps that I'm doing it in, um, an, like an avenue that I like, right? Like I love physical fitness. Even if I wasn't competing, even when I wasn't competing, I was still fitnessing pretty hard. People would say like, don't, you're not competing for anything. And I'm like, well, I just like, just like being in my garage and like challenging myself, like, and, you know, pushing weights, running. So. I loved how you put it though, that you're always trying to grow and get better. Um, I kind of think that's, that's why I jumped into this podcast world. It's something that I really loved and it gives me an avenue to push myself to new limits. Yeah. Um, totally. So I totally see that with you. Of the three, what is the most satisfying for you? Is it whatever is the present? Of the three, which one? Of the three competitions? So of CrossFit, CrossFit, High Rocks, Tactical. What is the most satisfying or is it whatever you are focused on in the present? Um, well, I want to say, I don't know. I feel like... It must be the present because I didn't know. Because I, I would have to say, I would say the tactical, my first instinct was to say the tactical games, what I'm doing now, but I'm like, but is that the present? So then I'm thinking, you know, when I was doing CrossFit, I was, I was happy, but actually I just felt a little insane. <laughs> I felt very out of balance. I didn't have time to do anything other than train and cross it and, and eat for the CrossFit, whatever competition I was doing. Um, and maybe it's because I went through that and how rigorous that really was that helped me build a good foundation for this now, because now I feel like I am competing for my, for fun, for my enjoyment. Whereas before I felt like I was competing only to prove myself to myself. Like you, you're only good if you make first place, you're mm -hmm. only good if you podium or you go to the next CrossFit games. And then when I didn't make the CrossFit games in 2019, I was like that, that, that year burnt me out. And I was going to do one more competition in 2020. And then uh, I was headed to the West coast classic and they canceled that because of COVID. And then that's when I was like, I took a hiatus from CrossFit. Cause I was just like, so now that kind of built a foundation for this. And man, I don't know. I'm going to say the tactical games. I am having fun. It's exactly where I should be uh, for my career. Like it helps get me better for my daily job. Um, and I don't know. It's a lot of fun. It really is. Shooting guns is fun. Shooting guns is fun and fitness is fun. Like even if you just, I mean, I would recommend this sport to anybody. It's just fun. It's so fun. And yes, there's fitness involved, but it's, it's not like CrossFit fitness. There's not gymnastics. Um, there's not really, really tons of big heavy weights that really hurt your body. Like pretty much anybody can do this. There's all different divisions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, you may not know the answer to this, but Dave Castro always talks about going to shooting competitions is what he does different than the tactical games. Yeah. But he's like legit, you know, Dave's yes. legit, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Yeah, he's a freaking, he's a sniper. Right? I was about to say he's a sniper. <laughs> yeah. And it, I didn't know this, but I think his daughter is freaking good too. Like she's really good. Um, that would be pretty cool one day maybe to go to his ranch and like shoot with him. But yeah. Uh, yeah. What he does is different. Um, 
they it's just a different type of shooting competition I'm, i've never entered into a rifle or a, a sniper competition it looks probably similar where they have like stages and they have to do different things in each stage and it, it earns them points you know i'm not sure how his competition works but it is different i don't think that there's i don't think that there's any like uh fitness involved i don't think so but i'm not sure so here's my last question for 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 tactical games and that is of the crossfitters who have jumped into tactical games and the people i know of is are jacob hepner and margot mm -hmm. are you the best <laughs> no <laughs> no jacob's the best <laughs> he's good and you know margot she just did her first one and i can't wait to see what else she can do we all know that she's super fit and she was definitely giving me a run for my money um at phoenix um i think i don't know how long she's been shooting maybe it's been a while maybe it hasn't been a while but i think her shooting um, she knows how to train so i i can only see it getting better so i think that she could do some pretty significant things too um calorine has been around forever uh, I think her shooting's only increasing and she's very, very fit herself, but I would say Jacob's the best. I would say that Margo is the only person I know more bored than you. <laughs> <laughs> she has more, she has like businesses and stuff that she tends to like, well, yeah. she competed in long drive golfing. She, I don't know if you know, like in college, she, she rode those Hawaiian canoes, like 50 mile races. Yeah. Like, like every, like she's done so many different things. Let, let me tell a story about Margo here really quick. Yeah. Remember in 2018 when we did the marathon row? Yep. That girl, she like finished just as fast as some of the guys did. Like on the marathon row. I Most remember, of the guys. Yeah. I remember I'm like rowing and dying and i have my i had my eyes closed for like an hour as i'm rowing and i remember just hearing people like getting off the row and they're like some other dude like we'll just say cole cole sager finishes the marathon run. i'm like oh that must be nice because i'm over here <laughs> on the same amount like i got half an hour left but then like marco finishes i'm like that girl she rode so she's so fit she like it's crazy and she is the she's so nice like i met yeah. her at phoenix wonderful person um she fits right into the tactical games community and mindset of just being like a good competitor like you can be competitive but be a good person first yeah like, you don't take, have to be care of, take care of the people beside you it's not you don't need to crush anybody to the ground like you don't need to not talk to anybody and you know what i mean so mm -hmm. uh tactical games like we weed those people out i would say it's you got to have a good attitude you got to be a good person humble work hard well, I'll match your Margot story with before I had the podcast, before like anybody knew who I was, um, I met Margot at the Arnold in like 2017 or 2018. Was she like on stage? Like no. No, no, no. <laughs> just no, with no, the rogue, no. I bet. No, she was she was in the rogue booth. Okay. Just in the rogue booth. But then she started announcing strongman. So she's she comes like every year. And then in 28 the following year, 2018, I come up. And she remembered my name. She remembered I was with my wife. She remembered all this stuff a year later and I am nobody. Oh. And I have talked to so many people where they say the exact same thing about her. Yeah. She's a wonderful person. Yeah. yeah. You can't, 
you can't remember that much about people and not care. Mm -hmm. It's true. And, uh, She's just a, she's an awesome person. And so are you. So I think that's a cool thing that you guys are in this together, um, taking on uh, the TTG, or I shouldn't yeah, say the TTG, because yeah. T is the. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. TTG. Um, so E, I don't want to keep you too long. Thank you so much for taking time out to do this no, with no us yeah, and walking us through this new sport that we didn't know much about at all. Um. And we, I'm going to start watching now. Is there, are there ways to watch these events or are they not there yet? Not there yet. Um, again, it's growing and it is growing rapidly. I think it's gaining traction. I think people are starting to spot it. More people are talking about it. Um, we're getting more competitors coming in and I think more sponsors want to come in. So, you know, we have, like, I did have a discussion with Jake one night and it sounds like they're already trying to figure out ways to do stuff like that, to make it easier for people to watch. You know, Dave Castro came in to cross it and, uh, and he created that system where they move the markers and stuff like that. So you can kind of tell where people are and work out. Um, sometimes it's hard to watch a tactical games, even when you're there at the event, because what you can see is the workout part, but then we all go down range to the barricade and then we fire even further down range. And so for people watching even live, what they, who, how they can tell who's in the lead is just by fitness. You can't, but really the score is fitness plus all the misses. So if they could see the targets, then people could really be like, Oh, okay, this person's first, but man, they're missing everything. So maybe they, oh, that person over there, they're making everything. They're just right behind her. You know what I mean? So they're coming up with ways to make it more um, like, I don't know, spectator friendly. Um, and I don't they, know how they do it in the Olympics. Yeah. So it's finding like the ways. Biathlon, mm -hmm. They show getting, the, like red or yellow or whatever, whether yeah. you hit it or didn't. Yeah. So, and, and it sounds like they've already come up with ideas about what they would like to do, but it's just implementing them probably and having the money to do it. Um, and so right yeah. now, the answer is no, they don't have, they don't do a lot of like live anything. Um, maybe they will one day, but so you just have to get on, you can watch their Instagram. They do like little videos about like what had happened. Um, and they'll, they'll make little posts right now, but unfortunately there is no way for somebody to watch it online at the moment, yeah. but I think it's coming. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much for jumping on. You're always a treat. Um, yeah. we love having awesome. you on. We consider you, uh, a dear friend of the show and, and thank you so much for always having some time for us. Yeah. Have no problem. Holiday. Sorry. What was that? I said, have a great, good holiday season. Thank you. You guys too. Uh, I always love talking to you guys. You guys are so much fun and it's easy to talk to you. So we have, a, we always have a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks a bunch and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. Yes.